0: Hey guys, I'm Lucy, and you're listening to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of storytelling. I wonder what adventure awaits us today. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Find great talent faster through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. As a podcaster, I need a lot of help with my podcast, and Indeed helps me find that. Sign up for Indeed now and get a $75 credit towards your first sponsored job. Plus earn up to five hundred dollars extra in sponsored job credits with Indeed's virtual interviews. Visit indeed.com slash shortstories to learn more. Claim your credits at indeed.com slash shortstories. Indeed.com slash shortstories terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Heading on a summer trip to visit family? And wondering what activities to throw in for the kids that will keep them busy and off screens? Little Passports offers globally-inspired, award-winning kits filled with hands-on activities, games, and stories, all designed to spark curiosity and imagination among young adventurers and scientists. Each month, Little Passports will send a kit packed with play-based activities, interactive crafts, puzzles, games, and stories to help kids have fun while they learn about the world around them. Whether building a solar-powered robot, creating a Spanish mosaic, or playing with animal friends in the Serengeti, Kids age 3 to 10 will love learning with Little Passports. Share the world with your little explorers. With Little Passports, there's always something new to discover. For listeners of the show, Little Passports is offering new customers 50% off your first month of any subscription when you go to littlepassports.com slash shortstories and use promo code SHORTSTORIES at checkout. That's 50% off your first month of any subscription when you go to littlepassports.com slash short stories and use short stories, check out littlepassports.com slash short stories and short stories at checkout. David was tall, the tallest boy in his class. In fact, the tallest kid in the entire school. He towered over everyone else, and so his friends would have to crank their necks back to look up at him. Being tall wasn't something David found easy to hide. He'd stoop when he walked, would sit whenever the opportunity arose, or he'd stand awkwardly with his legs bent just so to bring himself closer to the height of those around him. Of course, there were worse things to have to worry about them being tall. But for David, it still wasn't much fun. His friends would gently tease him, calling him names such as High Tower and Lanky Legs and Big Dave. David didn't like those names much, but at least his friends weren't intending to be mean. They weren't being nasty, even if David did wince every time they did it. Worse than that, though were the other kids, the ones he didn't know so well, who called him names to be deliberately mean. They called him things like Giraffe Boy and The Giant, but when they said it, it was said with a sneer. Unlike David's friends, they called David names to hurt him. Usually, David tried to avoid this group of bullies, and he did a pretty good job, but today was different. On the way to school, he was crossing the road, and he saw them on the street corner up ahead. They looked like they were waiting for him. David froze. He didn't think he could face another barrage of verbal abuse from this mean group. Hey, giant, shouted Jamie Wisman. What are you just standing there for? Yeah, don't you stand there too long, giraffe boy, screeched Amy Powler. The birds will start landing on your head. Maybe his brain's frozen, laughed Tag Woodward. Because it's so high up in the sky, laughed Xena Milgru. It's so cold up there. All four of them thought this was hilarious and fell about laughing. David's heart was pounding in his chest. All he could do was just turn and walk away as fast as he dared. He didn't know where he was going, but then it wasn't towards school. He just needed to get away from those four as far as possible. As he turned into a neighboring street, he realized the four bullies were following him. His long stride was keeping him some distance ahead, so he disappeared from their view around the corner. He took a moment to have a quick look around. To his right was a house with a beautiful garden, full of large flowering bushes, neat rows of flowers, and a considerable amount of plastic gnomes. In desperation, David darted amongst the bigger plants and wriggled behind a suitably large bush with broad leaves. "Eh, what's your game?' said a voice beside him. For a moment, David thought he was in big trouble, and that this was the voice of the garden's owner. But instead, his eyes settled on a small bearded face, poking out amongst the leaves. It was without question a talking gnome. Um, I'm hiding, said David, deciding to be honest. Hiding? asked the gnome. What from? Them, whispered David, pointing through a gap in the leaves towards the street as the four bullies turned a corner. Giraffe boy, where'd you go? shouted Zena Mildrew as they all strode by. There's no point hiding from us, laughed Jamie Wiseman. We can see your head above the trees and houses. They don't seem very nice, said the gnome, as the four children disappeared down the street. No, agreed David sadly, they're not. The gnome looked at David seriously. So, why are they picking on you? David had crawled into this spot and was now curled up into a crouch. He realized his height wasn't particularly obvious. I'm tall, you see, he said. I can't help it. Huh, tell me about it, said the gnome, as if he understood exactly what David was talking about. What, you mean because you're short? asked David. Short? Sure, I wish! "'said the gnome. "'Why do you think I'm hiding back here like you?' "'Up until now, up until now, "'all David had seen of the gnome was his head. "'But now the gnome stepped out from amongst the leaves. "'To David's surprise, "'this gnome was the tallest, skinniest gnome he'd ever seen. "'It was easily twice the height "'of all the other gnomes in the garden. "'You're tall too,' said David.' The gnome just gave an embarrassed shrug of his shoulders. There was no hiding it. What a pair of bean poles we are, David sighed. But why are you hiding? Are the other gnomes mean to you? Oh no, said the gnome. They're a lovely bunch, really. Then why hide, David said, curious about the reason. I just look odd, don't I, said the gnome. "'Compared to everyone else, I just don't fit in.' "'But you said the other gnomes are lovely,' pointed out David. "'If they don't mind, why should you mind?' "'I don't know,' said the gnome, sitting down beside David. "'I just don't enjoy standing out. "'I look at them all the same, and then I look at me.' "'So it's just you that has that problem, right?' asked David. "'Look, my friend Ezra has glasses.' He's the only one of us that does. And my friend Ben is allergic to peanuts. Ellie, well, she says she's useless at running and she struggles to keep up with us. All those things make them different, but but it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with them. Everybody is different to everyone else. That's just the way it is. The gnome looked at David thoughtfully. So, you're saying it's okay to be a little different because... Everyone is different somehow, in some way. Yeah, said David. It's just that some things, like being tall, are more obvious. Oh, okay, said the gnome, nodding his head slowly. Then tell me, if you know all that, why do you have a problem with being tall? David thought about this for a moment. I guess I'm learning not to mind so much, he said. "'If only the bullies would leave me alone.' "'But you're bigger than they are,' pointed out the gnome. "'If all they ever do is call you names, can't you just ignore them?' "'I suppose so,' said David. "'I'll tell you what. I'll make a deal with you. "'You promise to take your rightful place in this garden "'and let everybody that passes by see you alongside all your friends. "'And in return, I promise I'll make the effort to ignore those four idiots.' The gnome held out his long arm, offering his hand, which David took in his. They shook on it. "'Deal,' said the gnome. "'Deal,' said David. By the time David was back on the sidewalk, the gnome had also emerged from the bushes and was standing beside some tall white flowers. A smaller gnome would have been swamped by the spreading blooms, but because this gnome was taller, He looked just right in that spot. David nodded his head in approval. Hey, there he is, shouted a voice. Oi, giraffe boy, where have you been? Demanded Tag Woodward as he wiped his nose with the back of his hand. David felt his body go tense, but he held his ground. Talking to a friend, he said. Strange how we couldn't find you, spat out Amy Powler. ''Well, I guess it's hard for all of you to see that far, what with you all being so short, that is,'' said David, keeping his voice as polite and pleasant as he could manage. ''What did you say?'' snapped Jamie Wiseman, dropping his backpack to the ground beside him. He was standing very close to David, trying to scare him. ''I'm sorry,'' said David in his sweetest voice. ''I wasn't aware you had hearing difficulties.'' Jamie Wiseman suddenly looked furious and brought up the palms of his hands to shove David backwards into the tree. But David, surprised at how calm he felt, had seen exactly what Jamie was up to, and had braced himself with one foot behind him. When Jamie pushed, all David did was rock backwards slightly. Jamie simply wasn't big enough to move him. That wasn't very nice, said David, and took a step forward, forcing Jamie to take a step back. Yes, I am tall. Well done for noticing. David took another step forward, and this time all four bullies stepped back. David bent down, picked up the backpack, then reached up and hooked it over the highest branch of the tree that he could reach. I'm bored with you lot now. I know you like to call me names. And you know what? I don't care anymore. With a wave towards the tallest gnome in the garden, David left, heading towards school. It was quite some time until the remaining four children got Jamie's bag down from the tree. And by the time they got to school, all four of them were in trouble for being late. None of them dared explain the real reason they were late, because their bullying had backfired. As far as the gnomes were concerned, they were not only glad to see their tallest friend had join them in the garden, but they all agreed that watching Jamie Wiseman trying to reach his bag was the greatest piece of entertainment they'd seen all year. David, meanwhile, is trying his hardest to be okay about being tall. Whenever he can, he passes by the garden full of gnomes to remind himself that it's okay to be different. And if no one's looking, he exchanges a wave with one particular gnome. The end.